0: Super Saturday Part 5. Shark in the Square Podcast. Now, alongside with Justin Sontu. Another great Saturday slate. Just like every Saturday, Justin Sontu. And you're a little conflicted because, as am I, because it is a great Saturday slate, but Brooks Kepka tees off at 130, and that is must-see TV as well.
1: Yeah, bro. Um, After 36 holes, I got number one, and I got... T2 and T2. So it's explain what you mean. Come on. What do you, what, you got Billy Ho, you got Kali. Moore. I'm, saying, I'm saying there's, there's Brooks Kepka who's leading the golf tournament. Yeah. There are three guys that are tied for second. And I've got two of the guys that are tied for second. So of the five people I bet on in the 70 person field, three of them are in really great shape heading into the weekend. Brooks Kepka, Billy Horschel and Colin Morikawa. You know, I love Morikawa. Uh, Missed a ton of putts on Thursday. I had to call him up Thursday night and say, dude, listen to me. You hit the ball way too close to miss all these fucking putts. You better start rolling them in, and then you'll win some golf tournaments. And um, he listened. He uh, he he put he, he made a lot of putts yesterday or today, this morning, whatever the hell you want to call it. And um, he's right there. Billy Ho's right there. Big Brooksy. The problem is, so here's what I was saying. I texted Corey and Steven this. If Brooksy wins, it's going to be a little bittersweet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's gonna be the last, time, it's gonna be the last time we're ever gonna be able to bet on him. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: He will get priced through the roof. But that being said, guess what? That means we hit on him twice, at good numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah, in a fit. It, it, that, yeah. We can still root for him.
1: Well, nah, not really. <laughs> not, <laughs> we had outrights not on him. Hoping to enjoy all your second places.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. I mean, yeah. I've
1: bets, bets on him in every single major already, so I'm, right, I'm right, chilling. Right. Yeah, you're chilling.
0: Um, yeah, so – but a big, huge college basketball slate and the golf. It's going to be a great Saturday of sports. It's going to rain tomorrow. It's supposed to be like 58 degrees, but it's going to rain all day. Otherwise, I'd be out on the golf course. Or, like, even it, we'd find a course snow. that was open.
1: Yeah, if there were no snow on the ground. Yeah, I know. That's why we're going to Florida soon.
0: Florida golf trip. Um, okay. Let's talk about last night's two losses first uh, before we get into Saturday. First game, we had Penn State minus one and a half at Purdue. Um, home, they got, home, against, home against Purdue. Home against Purdue. They got smoked 73 to 52. Uh, we Right before we came on, we were talking about this game. 64% of the bets were on Penn State, or the money was on Penn State, and sixty the other side, 60-plus percent of the public was on Purdue. So – this is one of those ones where we had the sharp side pegged and the square side wins. It happens a lot. So there's nothing you can do. Um, Having watched this game in its entirety, it was an ugly game for Penn state from the start. Um, They were in it the first seven, eight minutes of the game. And then, you know, they went down five and it really never got close again. Um, They got it down to within three at one point in the first half, but. We needed them to win and cover one and a half. So, and then the second half was just a bloodbath. Um, it was a it was a bad regression for Penn State shooting the ball, as
1: you told me earlier. Yeah, good three point shooting team, especially at home. And I mean, I didn't get a chance to watch any of the game, but uh, six of twenty nine from downtown is not going to cut it. Especially yeah. with the main part of my handicap was that. Purdue allows 45 per, 45% of opposing field goal attempts to be from long range. Um, so I figured Penn State would get a lot of good looks. Um, sounds like they did. If they took 29 threes, like that's – I mean, you're not going to take 29 if you're, if you're not getting 29 looks. Um, they just only made six. And if they make, you know, 12, which is probably a more normal percentage – it's a completely different game because that's, you know, 12 times, six times three is 18 more points. And you said they lost at 19. Like there you go. So if they had had a normal three point shooting night, I think we would have been fine. But And then the other
0: game we lost on was Richmond at St. Louis. We had Richmond plus four and a half. Of course they lose by
1: five and Justin, you saw this one, right? Yeah. I watched the end with my buddy, Colin, who is a Richmond grad. Um, He also had Richmond plus four and a half. Richmond, Richmond missed a uh, – so they missed oh. a lot of threes in the final minute. And then um, they had the ball out of bounds with three seconds left. Obviously, play doesn't mean anything. St. Louis isn't even playing defense. And they run a baseline out of bounds lob play. And the kid has an easy alley dunk and he just drops the ball. Oh, my like, God. It would have I mean, been for the cover. It would have been for the cover. It wouldn't have meant anything in terms of the game. But, like, I feel like those are the ones that never go my way. And if yeah. I – like, if I had had St. Louis – that motherfucker would have slammed it home. Yeah. I would have been pissed off as hell. Yeah. So, yeah. is what it is. I feel you know I, I've lost three bets the last two nights um, that I off that I felt like all should have gone my way, and they were just like bad bounces the other way.
0: Yeah,
1: um, Boise State, Stanford, and now Richmond. So, I, I just it doesn't, it's, I texted you this earlier. It's like, it's, it's process. And I feel really good about the process. I feel really good about where I am with my numbers. And even though I've had like a rough couple of weeks, like there was a point where I was really struggling to feel something. And I just, I feel better about, about where everything is now. Um, so I feel really good heading into to today's slate. Um, I think I have a lot of, lot of edges. I got a lot of numbers on the board that I like. And uh, I'm I'm hopeful that, that the process yields results now, you know? Yep.
0: And with that being said, let's just get right into it. All right, first game on the board, Illinois at Wisconsin. And we don't need to talk much about this game because we both said earlier, we're like, we want no part in this game. We don't know if Ayo is playing for Illinois. Um, Wisconsin is a team that I can't figure out this season. They are up and down all over the place. That I don't like watching them play. They're not a very fun basketball team to watch. Um, so I want no part of it. I'm not going to bet it. I'm probably not going to watch it.
1: Yeah, it's a shame though because you know it's supposed to be one of the games of the day, right? Two top twenty-five teams. And it's definitely
0: it's, exactly. It's a good game on paper.
1: Yeah. Um, the line indicates that the books do not think dosumu is going to play. Right. Right. Il, there's not a chance in hell Illinois would be a three and a half point dog if do, if Dosumu was going to play. Um, yeah. But, like, the line stinks, you know, and, and it stinks in in the sense that you should probably bet Wisconsin. Yeah. It feels right. It feels like a good spot for the Badgers, especially if Desumu doesn't play. But, I mean, we've been – there have been good spots for Wisconsin all year that I've been losing on. I'm and done betting, them, man. I'm it's done. so frustrating. And I, I – you know what? You know when I can't wait to, to to watch Wisconsin? I can't wait to watch Wisconsin lose as a five seed, and I bet against them yeah. when they're a five seed. When, yeah. when Bet right on the 12 seed going against them in the NCAA tournament. So
0: you're damn right. Um, okay. Next game up Florida at Kentucky. Kentucky, a two and a half point home favorite against the Florida Gators. Um, I want to hear your thoughts because I think you like a side in this one.
1: Yeah. I, I like Florida.
0: Okay. That's what I thought.
1: Yeah. I think the market is overreacting a little bit to Kentucky's recent surge. Let's be pretty candid about what Kentucky's done the last week and a half. They escaped Auburn by one. They beat Vanderbilt by four. And then they had their best game of the season by far when Tennessee laid an egg and beat Tennessee. So they've won three in a row. And now I think it's just a little bit greedy to make them a a two-and-a-half-point favorite against a Florida team that is also playing really good basketball, you know, is, is an NCAA tournament team great guards coming into their own um, and all Florida has done is blow out Auburn without Sharif Cooper. Yes. But like they nearly beat Arkansas. Like they were in that game for a long time, beat Georgia. Like they're playing well too. What it comes down in this game, to me, it comes down to Florida being able to force turnovers because Kentucky is sloppy with the ball and Florida is very good at forcing turnovers. I think Florida Wong's revenge. Kentucky went into their place and blew them out earlier in the season. So I think this game holds a little bit of extra meaning to Florida. Sure. Um, and I just, I don't see Kentucky sweeping the Gators. I just think Florida is playing for a little more right now. Um, I, I understand Kentucky may be rallying, but I like the matchup for Florida. I think that they're a little more experienced, better guards, um, better shooters. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say better defensively, but like, more aggressive defensively in a way like they are a little sneakier they they, they're gonna force turnovers that i don't think kentucky will will force like kentucky's just gonna try and guard you and make you make shots and i think florida has enough guys to make shots so i I do i like florida i don't think they should be getting points Um, my number on the game was like a pick'em. so plus two and a half is a go
0: all right plus two and a half there you have it next game up is a game we are both monitoring closely Texas at Texas Tech. Texas Tech is a three-point home favorite. As soon as I saw this line open, I texted Justin, I like Tech. You said, wait. If you like Tech, wait. We'll see if it comes down. It has stayed firm at three on every site we've looked um, for the last couple hours when it opened. Um, So say the lines minus three. Do you like Texas tech? I still like Texas tech. I think this is a get right game for them. You know, they've lost three in a row, but all tough games they lost, you know, against West Virginia. They had a bit of a pause. Then they lost at Kansas lost at Oklahoma state. Now they're coming home versus a Texas team. Um, I think this is a get right spot here for tech. I don't know if you feel the same.
1: No, I do. I do. I like Texas tech. Um, I think Texas Tech will be able to force turnovers. Um, it just comes down to if they'll be able to make enough shots. I mean, we know that uh, we know their home court is going to be raucous. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a zoo in that building for sure. Um, Texas just had an overtime win over Kansas. Uh, do I think that they're going to be like up for this game against Texas Tech? Yeah, absolutely. But I just think that tech needs this one a little more like I don't really see them falling to six and eight in the big 12 and 14 and nine overall like I just don't envision that um and I you know I think the, the thing that that gives me a little bit of pause is is tech did win at Texas earlier in the season on a on a buzzer beater three and came all the way back and won um in a game that was not like it was I think Texas was up by double digits in the second half and Texas tech came back and won outright. Um, so there may be revenge on the mind for Texas, but I just think tech's athleticism and length can, can give problems to Texas's guards. I think Texas takes a little bit better defensively um, a little more athletic. It just, it just, it, it comes down to whether or not Texas tech can be able to make enough shots. And that's where I'm, I'm a little worried. Cause after Mac McClung and and TJ Shannon, like, I don't really know who they go to for baskets. Like Kyler Edwards, hasn't really made enough shots this season.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, Jamarius Burton's day to day he's injured. So I don't, I don't really know if there are enough guys that make, make shots for Texas tech. That's what scares me. Yes. Yes. But that
0: being said, you still like the Red Raiders.
1: I do. I do. I like a minus three. I just feel like it's a good spot and the crowd is going to be crazy and cool. And I think, they, I think that they'll win. And if, if I think they're going to win, I'll, I'll take the possession.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Um, all right, moving on. Another really good game, Baylor at Kansas. Yeah. Kansas is a four-and-a-half point home dog, man. And if that just doesn't show you the respect the bookmakers give Baylor, I don't know what does.
1: Um, four-and-a-half. Yep. Is it higher now? Five. Five? Okay. Five, yeah. Four-and-a-half five five and a half, whatever. Um, yeah, man, I like Kansas. Yeah. I hate to do it. Um I hate to fade Baylor. Like that doesn't doesn't feel like a doesn't feel like a smart decision to fade Baylor. They've been kind of a machine this season, but if if there's ever gonna be a game this season where Baylor has to go on the road, you know, and pull out a, a, a grinder, it's gonna be at Fog Allen. Like Bill Self's gonna have these guys ready to play. Um Kansas is clicking, like they're starting to play really good basketball. They, they won a few games. Um, they probably should have beaten Texas. So, like, I think they're playing good good ball right now. And I think the crowd's going to be juiced. Um, you know, Baylor's still kind of coming back from a COVID pause. Uh, yeah. Kansas didn't really play them tight at Baylor. But, like, they hung around in the second half, and I think they figured out defensively, like, the best way to slow down Baylor, um, which is really just to, like – uh make them beat you in dribble penetration which they are more than capable of doing but like i've seen i think kansas is capable of defending that um i just it 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 comes down to kansas not turning the ball over and making shots from the outside um and david mccormick staying in a foul trouble if all those things happen i think kansas is is live like it wouldn't surprise me if, if kansas wins tomorrow night like outright and ends baylor's undefeated season you know
0: I totally agree. I mean, you look at Baylor's schedule now. They have four games remaining. This will be a true test for this team. Coming off that COVID pause, surviving a scare against Iowa State, their last four games of the season at Kansas, at West Virginia, home versus Oklahoma State, home versus Texas Tech. That's a very tough schedule down the stretch with Baylor. And we'll see how they respond. I think tomorrow's the first real big test of is this team – All right, like we know they're the real deal, but like is this team like – wow they are like far and away the one of like the best team in the country like even better than Gonzaga like and I think if they go in and do that tomorrow you have to make them number one um that being said I don't I don't want to I really don't like either side here I just I don't like betting on Kansas the number seems too I do lean Kansas the number does seem too big at home um for Kansas at home just all those points you just made but I just like you said, I'm scared to fade Baylor. I, I have had no, no reason to fade Baylor all season long. I'm not going to do it tomorrow. Um, but that being said, uh, you like the Jayhawks. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm rooting for the Jayhawks. I'm, I'm not going to have a play on this, though. Um, okay, next game, Creighton let, at
1: Zane.
0: Yeah, well, oh, yep, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Well, let's just think about this, right? Logistically or logically. I think logically is the word I'm looking for. Like, let's think about this, all right? Kansas played at Baylor. Matt, look at me. This is important. Kansas played at Baylor a few weeks ago, right? You remember the game? Do you remember what the line was, what it closed at? Mm, No. Pretty sure it closed at like eight, eight and a half. Right. Okay? Yeah. Or minus eight and a half. So, fans at Baylor, fans at Kansas, that's three-point swing either way. So, that should mean that this is a they should bail this should be Baylor minus two and a half. And right now, Kansas is playing better than they were then. And Baylor is playing worse than they were then. Right. Right. I feel like it's I think the numbers should be closer to like three. Okay. I
0: see I see where you're coming from. And I see that's why you
1: think you have value on the game. That's why you I think have value, value on the game. My number on the game is two and a half. And it's not and and what's crazy is um my number of game is three and a half, not two and a half. It's three and a half. What's but I I'm, I'm very high on Baylor. Like I have Baylor rated very highly. Like I don't think I'm I'm underrating Baylor. I just think that I think the books are trying to protect themselves. And uh, I think there's value on, on the Jayhawks. I really do.
0: Moving on. Yeah. Creighton at Xavier. Xavier, a four and a half point home dog. You like X here? Yeah. Yeah, home dog, four and a half, boom.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, there's a little more to it than that.
0: Yeah, what is it? Um, because I lean Creighton, but I haven't taken a, uh, a deep dive into this game like you have.
1: Well, you you talk about, I mean, how many games this past week was there, like a bubble team? Yeah. This is going to be a theme. Bubble teams playing like top 15 teams um, at home and our home dogs needing the win. Uh that's Xavier. I mean, that's what happened with Michigan state against Illinois and against Ohio state. Um, like that's just that there's an extra incentive at this time of the season for these bubble teams to go play really great and get these marquee wins because they're running out of opportunities for marquee games, marquee wins. Um, Xavier is capable of getting red hot from deep. Um, they are going to have an advantage inside with Zach Fremantle and Jason Carter. Uh, you know, they are they won't turn the ball over. Um, they won't foul. Um, Creighton does, doesn't foul when they defend, but that's fine because Xavier's game is not really to drive into the paint and, and draw contact. Like, Xavier is kind of similar to Creighton. They want to shoot a lot of threes, and then they want to get Zach Fremantle the ball in, in post-ups. And, you know, they have fans in the building. I think they're going to be juiced up. This is as big a game as Xavier's going to have all season. And basically their NCAA tournament hopes are clinging to this game. I love him plus four and a half. I really do. I like him plus three and a half or better. My, my number is, is, my number is Creighton minus one. So Xavier plus three and a half or better is a play. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. I don't really know what I'm waiting for. I just have a gut feeling that money's going to come in on Creighton. So I can get a few more points in my, my favor, but like I'm okay to do that when I like three and a half also. So um Yeah. I love X. I'm all, I'm all in on X tomorrow. That's one of my favorite plays. So.
0: Okay. Um, Here comes one of my favorite plays and I think you definitely like the opposite side. Um, Baylor. Oh no, I'm sorry. uh, Florida state at North Carolina, North Carolina is a two point home dog. So Justin loves the home dogs. He's already on two of them. I think he makes it three here with the Tar Heels, but I'm going to say why I'm on the Seminoles minus two first.
1: Well, are you going to – do you like a minus three also?
0: Um, Yeah, I like a minus three. Sure. I have a minus two. It's minus three now. Um, I like a minus three. Um, They are a team that routes teams it feels like. Did they route North Carolina? They beat them by seven last time they played. Um, So, not route. And now they're on the road. I get it. I totally get it. Um, This team is just freakishly athletic. I – like – they're fun to watch. They make a lot of threes. Um, So
1: they're a legit final four contender.
0: They are a legit final four contender. And I don't think North Carolina has the guards to keep up with Florida state's guards and guard on the perimeter of Florida state. I think that's where Florida state's going to expose this game. It's going to be on the perimeter. North Carolina doesn't shoot threes and they don't uh, defend the three very well either. Um, I I mean, they have they obviously have a, an advantage inside um, with, uh, Armando Bacot and De'Ron Sharp. Um, like those guys are, like you said, some of the, they're two of the big, best big men in the country um, when they're playing together on the same court. Um, but that being said, one possession, Florida State, I, I like it, even on the road. I think it's a, a statement win for the Seminoles
1: tomorrow. Um, so obviously I disagree. Yes. <laughs> um, That's okay. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina needs this one. They do need it. They need it in a bad way. And uh, this is one of those games where you win. probably. In, Um, I think Roy Williams is a hell of a coach. Uh, North Carolina's guards have gotten much better as the season's progressed. Caleb Love has improved. Um, RJ Davis has improved. Uh, they're using Kerwin Walton a lot more. Um, and he is a fantastic three-point shooter. Um I think North Carolina is going to bang them down low. I don't think Florida State is going to be able to hang in there. Uh, Florida State naturally is actually banged up also. Um, MJ Walker, uh, who is their best player, leading scorer. Maybe not best player, but definitely their leading scorer uh, for Florida State. He missed the last game. I think he's probably going to play, but he missed their last game. Uh Malik Osborne who's a starting forward, superb athlete important guy in the front court uh, twisted his ankle last game had to be helped off the floor. Um, don't know if he's going to play. Um, so I just think these are a couple factors. Uh, yes. Florida state's a terrific three point shooting team. Um, yes. North Carolina struggles to defend the three absolutely accurate. Um, but I think North Carolina's guards have gotten better. They're going to, I think, I think Carolina dominates the, the glass. They dominate in the paint. Like they always do. I think that's going to be really important against Florida state um, because they're going to need to get these extra possessions. and I think they'll be able to do it. Uh, I do. I like North Carolina. I think if you can get them plus three and a half, that's, that's terrific. But you know, my number on the game is a pick. So I'll take two and a half, um, okay. but I, I like it three. I, I really I'm itching for a three and a half because I just full possession with the tar heels in a must win. And I just love Roy Williams. I think he's a fantastic basketball coach. I think North Carolina finds a way to keep it tight. I just, I don't, I don't see Florida as good as Florida state is. I'm, I'm not, there's no part of me is objecting to Florida state being fantastic. Um, I will have them going a long way in my NCAA tournament bracket, but I just think this is a good spot for the Tar Heels. I think they, I think they, uh, they need it. And I think they get it. All right. So we're head to head there.
0: I like Florida state. Justin likes the Tar Heels. We'll see what happens. Um, Moving on, though, another really good game in the SEC now. This time we have Arkansas hosting LSU. Arkansas is a four and a half point favorite. Um, the more and more I look at this game, I really like Arkansas. Uh, they're home. They just whooped Alabama. Uh, Arkansas is a legit team. LSU's off a loss at Georgia. Um, LSU's a good team, too, but like Arkansas is the real deal. Um, And four and a half, I think they can cover that. I don't see why they can't. LSU doesn't play defense. And, you know, Arkansas does play defense, and they have a pretty damn good offense to boot. Um, I don't know. I think it's a good spot for Arkansas as well here. You know, just LSU needs it too. Like, obviously, everyone needs it at this point of the season. Um, I don't think that's, like, a factor here. But
1: what are your thoughts? I like LSU. Uh, A lot. (laughs) Oh surprised? no! <laughs> what? Why? What's that? Why? Um, I think LSU is like weirdly selective and like when they want to play. Yeah. You know, and I think Georgia just doesn't do it for them, so they didn't yeah. have the Georgia game. But like Arkansas does it for them. That's just my gut on how they've played, and I have been very, very good on LSU this season, both on and against them. I think I've got them them pegged. I think I know like right. I I mean I not, like 9 and 2 plus 7 units on SEC games involving LSU. Like it's pretty good. It's very good. Um yeah. I'm not trying to sound like I just no. feel like back I, up your numbers, king. Yeah, well like, like like you know me like I not not good on Ohio State. Didn't have yeah. them didn't have them pegged for a long time. But yeah. I I've, I've had LSU pegged for a long time. Um They don't defend the three. That's not a problem against Arkansas. Right. It's not a problem against Arkansas. Arkansas has got one really good shooter, Moses Moody, and that's really it. Um, LSU, we'll get to the free throw line, which is good because Arkansas tends to be a little over aggressive at times defensively. Uh, LSU has veterans that make shots. Um, They'll score inside. They'll score outside. I, I, like. I love LSU tomorrow. I think that this is a. I think everybody's starting to hop on the Arkansas train. And I'm ready to ready to get off. I think it's time to... Uh... All right. I actually... All right. That's fine because I didn't have... It's
0: funny because I texted you in my leans that LSU was one of my leans. Oh, did you? Yeah, I believe I did. Um, really? so, so that's... And, but then I started looking at it a little more um, within the last couple hours. And it, it made me start to lean the other way when I took a look at things. But now I think I should go with my gut.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm optimistic that it, that it keeps growing too. Right. Right. Like I, like mine I'm curious what my number is. Cause I didn't, I didn't really run it. Um, let me see here. Um, yeah. My number is Arkansas minus four, which makes sense. Um, okay. yeah. I just think it's a, I think it's a good spot for LSU. I think everybody's starting to get on board the Arkansas train and like LSU. I don't, LSU's weird. Like I don't put any stock into them giving up ninety three points and losing to Georgia. You know what I mean? Right, right. They're just a weird team like that. Where I don't think that's indicative of anything. I think it's a, oh, they just didn't get off the bus to play, and like that doesn't surprise me because that's that's the way they are. LSU. If let me say here's here's the way I want to put it, and I think this is the most simple way I can say it. If both teams bring their A games tomorrow, LSU wins. That's how right. I. Right. And I think LSU will bring their A game. I don't think they lay a clunker against Arkansas. All Just- right.
0: It's fine. Fair enough. I like it. Um, next game up. I have a play on this one, Bama and Mississippi State. I didn't really talk this one out with you, so I want to hear what your thoughts are on the game before I give my side.
1: Interesting. Um, nothing for me yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably won't be on this game at all. Do feel like Alabama will win. Um, and I do feel like if Alabama will win, they should probably run them out of the gym. Mississippi State is feisty though. They're going to rebound. They're going to grab a ton of rebounds. They're going to dominate in the paint. It's, it's just going to be – the matchup is going to be – will Mississippi State be able to protect the basketball um, and then dominate in the paint? And Because if they protect the basketball and get shots on the rim – That's going to be important because they'll be able to crash the glass offensively. They'll get good looks in the post. That's what they need to do. However, if they can't protect the ball, Alabama will get out in transition. They will make a ton of threes. Um, And I think they're due for some positive regression also from a three point shooting standpoint, they've been struggling a little bit from downtown, which I don't think will continue. Um, I think you're, I think, I think, Alabama probably covers, um, but I just don't feel really comfortable in them to lay five yeah. and a half on the road. So Okay.
0: Yeah, you- so I like Alabama. Um, I like Alabama minus five. Okay. Um, you talked about it. You know, Mississippi State turns the ball over a lot. Uh, I, that plays in Alabama's favor. They're going to get a lot of transition buckets, I think. they Alabama plays very fast. Mississippi State plays very slow. So when you are forcing turnovers and you're getting into that transition, up-tempo offense, and when you have a team like Alabama that can knock down shots, I just think if this game plays right into their favor, they're going to force turnovers and run and gun like they always do. And I think this is a good spot for them here, uh, coming off a a pretty bad loss against Arkansas. Um, You also look at Mississippi State's defense. They're, you know... It's not like they they don't defend the three-point line that horribly or anything, but they give up a lot of their points on defense from the perimeter. Um, So, you know, and that's where Alabama's going to want to score from, and they're going to fire it well from outside. So I just really like the way this game sets up for the Crimson Tide. Minus five, I think it's pretty safe. Um, All right, moving on, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. We are also head-to-head on this one. Um, Justin, you are on Oklahoma minus five at home.
1: Yeah. Um, I love Oklahoma. Yeah. You told me it's one of your favorite bets of the day. It's a weird one because I think five, it feels like a lot of points, huh. Mm-hmm. especially That's a lot primarily of- the reason I bet Oklahoma state. I just think it feels
0: like too many points here.
1: Yeah. So it, it does right at first glance. And then, you know, I was talking this out with my buddy Colin the night, and I am not afraid of the, the five points. I think Oklahoma will roll. Um, Oklahoma State has been very good this season, but mostly at home. They've been really good at home. Um, they just beat Texas Tech. Oklahoma just had a bad loss to Kansas State. Oklahoma State on offense, their goal is to attack the paint, get dunks um, for, for, for Caleb Boone, uh, post-ups for Cade Cunningham and Isaac Likely. That's how they want to play. Get to the free throw line. That's what they want to do. Oklahoma is fifth in the country in free throw defense. They will not foul you. They're 16th in the country in two-point defense. They're going to block a ton of shots. They're going to make life life difficult in the paint. Where Oklahoma is vulnerable is a little bit on the perimeter, although I don't think they're that vulnerable on the perimeter because they're very switchable one through four, but that's where they are vulnerable. Um, And Oklahoma State's not a very three-point shooting team. They will turn the ball over a ton. All this plays into Oklahoma, what they want to do. I think Oklahoma is motivated. They've got good shooters. They've got great ball handlers. They've got great guards. They're more experienced. Like This just feels like Oklahoma as the the big brother, the better coach, and the more experienced roster, and the better defense, and X, Y, and Z. Um, I think they just find a way to win convincingly. And then this is going to be a zigzag spot. So I'm hoping I can call the zig and then come back to the zag Monday night when these two teams meet um, in in Stillwater.
0: All right. Well, there you have it. Um, I don't have as detailed as a cap and that's why I'm the square. I just think in-state rivalry, two good teams. It's a little too rich for me at five. It's a little too rich. I think they'll keep it close and it'll be close on down the stretch. So um, that's what I got. So, you know, t- <laughs>
1: Yeah. So you, you placed the bet before we had a chance to talk. Did me giving you giving my opinion change your thoughts at all or no? Um because like, like my number in the game is four and a half. Like my not. so like you're right. Like there are, it is it is a lot of points.
0: Your um your analysis was good. Um not enough to talk me off of them though. Like I <laughs> like obviously I mean the bet was already placed, so right. um, um, but I just sometimes, and this is not like, you know, by any means, like a strategy to gambling, but sometimes I just look at a number. I know the team's well enough. And I'm like, you know what? Damn it. That number is wrong. And I like this side. And sometimes when you have conviction like that, you got to do it. And it, 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 it works for me, man. It does work for me. It like, so Justin's giving me a stinky face, but I just, I, yeah. Fuck you. I don't have your, mo- I don't have a model.
1: All right, buddy. I don't have a model. It's, it's just power
0: ratings. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but Hey, we'll see who wins and we'll see. Uh, that's why we do it. That's why we do this. That's why we talk it out. Um,
1: it, what's interesting, Matt is like, I'm looking at, at um, Oklahoma state schedule right now. They haven't played very many road games against good teams. Like if you think about the top of the Big Twelve, right? You think about Kansas and West Virginia and and Oklahoma uh, and yeah. Texas. Like Oklahoma State hasn't really played road games against these teams, which is interesting. Um, I,
0: don't
1: know. I, I oh, like I, I like Oklahoma. I just like I know it. No, you do? It's yeah. fine. Um,
0: Tennessee at Auburn. Auburn plus six at home. Are you going with the home dog? I mean, no.
1: No. Yeah. No. <laughs> No part of, you don't want no part of Auburn. No, not at all. No Sharif Cooper. And that's a really hard thing to do because like, I can't, I can't accurately like pinpoint what his value is. Right. Like, like is he worth four points? And what's Auburn playing for right now? Nothing. Who They're playing for fucking who gots. Is he playing for, is he worth four points? Is he worth 10 points? Like, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't really want to lay a large number with Tennessee, but it, like if I could have gotten Tennessee early at like five or wherever it opened, I think it opened at five, five and a half. Um, that probably wouldn't play would have been a play seven and a half. Now is just like, God, no, thank you. Great, great, great day of college basketball. That's not a game. I want to put any of my money on. I, cause like, yeah, no, just no. Um, all right.
0: Michigan at Indy. Indiana. This is one you said you're considering. I don't know if you have a play to give out or not. Indiana plus nine at home. I want no part in this. Um, Michigan's a damn good basketball team. Indiana like really doesn't impress me, but they're clinging on to the NCAA tournament right now. Like they need a good showing. They're home.
1: Uh, what do you think? Well, it's do or die. Right. Uh, either Indiana wins this game, or their season is over and quite possibly Archie Miller's Indiana tenure is over. I mean, can you really justify keeping him as as the head coach in Indiana if he goes four years without an NCAA tournament? Like, I don't think so. Um, Michigan's terrific. Number's big. Michigan hasn't done a lot of winning away from home Um, just because a lot of their games have been at home. (laughs) Like, you know, although they did dominate Purdue on the road, they beat Wisconsin on the road. So I don't know, maybe that's a false statement. I just, I think this is as big as it gets. This is, as, this is as big as it gets for Indiana. Um, and man, Michigan has to be due for a stinker, right? Like they have to be. And I know, I know I hate saying do, but like, we're talking about a Michigan team that came back from COVID and played Wisconsin, Rutgers, Ohio state and Iowa, and passed all four tests with flying colors. Eventually they're going to fall. I think, um, so I like Indiana. I think they'll be able to be able to get to the free throw line. It's gonna be a big game for Trace Jackson Davis. They're able to make a lot of shots from the outside. I don't know. I, I think I just think eight is a lot of points. I think they can hang in there. Fine, fair enough. Um, I want no part of it, but
0: yeah. you know,
1: that's just me.
0: Um, okay, what do we got next up here? I lost my spot. We got um, um vcu davidson right
1: We can do vcu davidson i don't really have much on it uh, let's skip it then because i
0: didn't even want to talk about that one um uh, uh, what's the next game you have i i went through the all the good ones well
1: they're all the good ones there, there are a bunch of other good ones
0: there's yeah. a bunch of other good ones but i went through like the main the marquee
1: ones there well, louisville duke is a marquee game
0: okay and we do we like louisville in that game
1: yeah we do um fuck this fuck duke Sorry, I'm not buying it. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm betting, I'm betting Louisville.
0: Yeah, yeah. Market too high on Duke now.
1: Yeah, fuck that. fuck Louisville. Yeah. Sorry to keep dropping the F bomb, but like fuck no Duke. Like no. No. They're due, they gotta be due for some regression shooting the three. Louisville is is athletic. They got Malik Williams back. Like God. I bet Syracuse earlier this week, plus five and a half at Duke, I have to do it with Louisville. And I just think, yeah, market's too high on Duke. Um, I think Louisville will be able to get him in the pick and roll. Uh, I think Louisville has an advantage inside. I think they're better defensively. I think Chris Mack's a better head coach these days than coach K. So, um, um, um i think there's a lot of hype right now on duke but all duke really did was was blow out nc state and wake who aren't very good uh beat virginia who also isn't really as good as people think um and then lose and then beat syracuse who also sucks so louisville's a test i think it's gonna be a good game um and i, I like i like Louisville plus five and a half so there you go
0: there you have it um i like it as well um Go through your card. Your any other plays you
1: have? Uh, sure. Um, let's see. What else? What have? What have I? What have we missed that I've? Um. I like Boise State plus six and a half at San Diego State. Uh, zigzag spot. Um, they played last night. I was on Boise plus six and a half. Game went in overtime. And Boise could not cover an overtime and now it's six and a half again. And I just, I love it. So I'm going to go back to it. Uh, I think Boise has a really good chance to win outright. I think the teams are very even on paper. Uh, clearly. I mean, they, they played to a tie last game and then just Boise yeah. lost in overtime um, by 12. <sighs> um, so I'm, I'm on Boise plus six and a half. I can't believe they gave me that number again. Yep. That's, that's it. That's all I have really listed. Um There are a couple good games in the Pac-12 that we should talk about. Yeah. Um, USC at at Utah. Uh, I guess he's a a five-and-a-half-point road favorite. Um, You know my take on the Pac-12. Yep. Bet Utah and Colorado at home. That's right. I like Utah as a home dog. Uh, But, like, USC could – I don't know. I like Utah as a home dog, but, you know, not a lot of conviction on it. I just – Lean Utah right now, um, and then UCLA at Colorado is another interesting one. Uh, Colorado that, seemed, minus six that seems so steep to me. It does, but I think it's it's, it's steep for a reason. Yeah, um, Colorado minus six and a half. Like Colorado, no play yet because it is a big number. Yep, home comes down, but I like betting on Colorado at home. I don't think UCLA has the offensive firepower to keep up with them. Um, some other good games that I don't have a play on yet. Georgia Tech minus four, minus four and a half against Syracuse. Just uh-huh. play, play zone. Uh, I think Georgia Tech is better. But, like, they're starting to play really good basketball. And, like, I don't know if they're – I mean, obviously, they're really motivated. Like, they need a win. But, like for, for whatever reason, I just – I have the Heba jeebies about betting them as a favorite. Like, that just doesn't sit right with me. I don't know why. Because I just think Syracuse can hang in there with them. Uh, Marquette at UConn is another really interesting one. UConn minus seven. Uh, Marquette just won at North Carolina this week. Feels like a big number um, from a pure talent standpoint. Like, I think Marquette can absolutely hang in there with UConn. It's just a question about where their motivation is, right? Did they just peak against North Carolina and um, now they don't show up and UConn needs to win? Like, that's kind of how I feel like the psych, the psyche, psych the psychology psychological uh i think that's the psychological factor so no play but i think that's just an interesting interesting game so there are a lot of good games tomorrow dude
0: yeah uh, i'm i'm so excited it's a gonna be a huge day golf college basketball um you got any final thoughts uh
1: nope
0: no all right mr santu good episode Um, insightful stuff as always and hopefully we can talk Sunday about all our wins. Yeah, hopefully bro. Peace!